shining a spotlight on the news you won't hear anywhere else. Jason Rand. Jason Rand. Jason Rand. This story, it's not going to be on CNN. It's not going to be on MSNBC. The Rants Report on the Todd Herman Show. May not be perfect, but it's still the best government we have. For now. Mike check. See if Jason is still allowed to speak from the separate country of Seattle. Mike check. Mike check. Can I speak? Rance? Is it okay? Yes, I've been I've been given the okay. <laughs> okay, good. Give me a weird it. look though. <laughs> oh well, they're like, is that Herman? <laughs> what's What's he doing? Um, let me just open with a fun topic, Jason. Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Friday. Right. We don't normally right. do this on Friday, so let's just lean in. I know. Normally we have Jason on Thursdays at this period of time, but he was called in for duty at Fox News. So he said, let's see. Let me balance this. The Herman Show or Fox News? And I lost. That's so weird. Um, what about there's a suspect. This is a strange happenstance, Jason. A suspect accused in the stabbing death of a man. And this is down in this menace of a park across from the King County courthouse, literally across from the courthouse. Um, and there's just the strangest happenstance about the suspect in this. Can you tell my listeners about that? Yeah, so his name is Michael Sedejo. He's a homeless man who was arrested last Thursday for allegedly stabbing to death another homeless person. He's since been charged with second-degree murder. And what's curious about him is just a few weeks earlier, the Northwest Community Bail Fund paid to free him in a separate case in which he was accused of assaulting the same victim, a 65-year-old, two times within just a matter of days when officers arrested him. The second time, he ended up getting charged with assault and robbery. And the prosecutor said to the judge, do not release this person because we believe effectively he's a danger to society. He's going to be at risk of hurting other people. The Northwest Community Bail Fund, like so many of these anti-bail organizations, they sort of just bail people out indiscriminately, and they said, eh, eh we're going to pay for it. And then, of course, weeks later, someone ends up dead. It's, it's almost like we could have foreseen this. <laughs> well, it's really weird when people understand that they're going to get out of jail for anything they do. They tend to do anything. It's weird how there's these equal and opposite reactions to things. And when you show people these are behaviors that get rewarded, they go do these behaviors. You'd kept count of, and I know it's summer and fun, and hey, all the freeways are going to be shut down, and I-90 is going to be shut down, and I-5 is going to be shut down, so there's nothing else to do but talk about politics in the Seattle area. The death count you tweeted, and this was, I think, Monday or Tuesday, you pointed out that we were at, what, 21 for this year in June. Is that right? And the average has been 26, but that number went up since that tweet. Am I wrong? So, no, there, there was a triple shooting just two days ago in which there was some – some people thought that someone had died from it. Thankfully, no one has died from it, but it doesn't hide the fact that the 10-year average of shooting – or of homicides in this city is at 26. Right now, we're at 21 homicides. We haven't even hit July, and we know that during the summer months, the violence tends to increase just across the country in, in these bigger cities. And so we're at this crisis level where you'll remember last year we hit a 26-year high 50 homicides. And I'm talking to some police officers who believe not only will we hit 50, we're probably going to exceed it because what we're dealing with right now that we weren't dealing with last year 
two things. Number one, the economy is starting to reopen. The state is going to be reopening next Tuesday or Wednesday. So that means there's going to be way more people out there, which if you've got the same level of violence as you've had in the last several months, when there's more people out there, there's a higher likelihood of straight bullets striking and killing people. And of course, we've got way fewer officers who are able to police. We have the lowest deployable staff for the SPD since the 80s, at least. So this is we're getting into that really, really dangerous territory in certain neighborhoods of Seattle. I talked to a cop yesterday, a friend of mine, um, Kevin the Cop, who sent me a note to say that there are shootings um, pretty much every night in King County. He said, we have shootings in South King County everywhere, almost every night. Some people hit, sometimes not. It's not even a big deal anymore. Mm -hmm. Just the other night, two cars exchanged at least 15 rounds in the parking lot of a local pot shop. The only call was the security guard hiding in the parking lot during the gunfight. Uh, and, And are you hearing the same things? I'm basically hearing the same thing. And what I think it's important for people to understand is when we talk about Seattle and King County, they count their homicides and their stats separately because they're different agencies that represent both uh, the city and the county. Right. So the sheriff's office handles the county, the city of Seattle and the SPD stands for Seattle. So when I tell you that there are 21 homicides that's seattle only when you look at king county as a whole the latest number that i have because they do it on a, um, a quarterly basis is 16 people died i believe 70 people were shot in king county alone and when you look at those numbers again these are disproportionately people of color which is exactly the thing that blm says they're fighting against they want you to believe that cops are just murdering people on the streets no that's not what's happening and the defund movement which i believe has caused all of this i would argue using the language of the left that it is a racist position to take to defund the police because now we have in king county almost 80 percent of the people who were shot and killed black people or latinos so we're talking about people of color that is a disproportionate impact on communities of color that means it's racist that according to the left yeah i just want to make sure that uh on this program because joe biden's dementia says it we say now latinx because that's what uh hispanic people it's like latinx <laughs> i like to say if we're going to make okay. up words, we might as well pronounce them correctly or incorrectly. I don't know. Got it. So let's talk about the implications of what's going on in Pierce County. Um, they have an opportunity to no longer have an elected sheriff or an elected treasurer. They, they, they are going to want to roll these things under politicians to take away an elected sheriff position in Pierce County. The one position, Jason, I would argue that most people say, I want the most law and order person. I want the, perhaps, I know they're nonpartisan positions, but the person who sounds Republican in these positions. So this, to me, is driven by the politicians wanting to have complete control over law enforcement, knowing that sheriffs are traditionally good cops, although Mitzi's been a wild, wild disappointment to me. I think she's a disaster. Maybe we disagree on that. But what are the implications of non-elected sheriffs working for what amount to be lifetime bureaucrat politicians? 
Well, the left has said they want to, quote unquote, reimagine policing, and that is what they will be doing. This is going to mean that the Seattle policies will extend into Pierce County as a whole. We already know that the Seattle policies are extending to King County because Seattle voters were the ones who decided to take away the right to vote for sheriff in King County. And it's going to likely happen in Pierce County unless people wake up and push back. Now, Pierce County is still much different than King County. There's still considerably more conservative voters there, but you have to actually vote because if you're leaving it to the activists in the Tacoma area, you're going to end up losing this, which means that policing is going to shift dramatically towards not making arrests, not going after crimes. And of course, that means you're going to have an increase in violence, an increase in victims all across the county. And it it is dangerous. We can't understate how dangerous this move is because we've already seen the results in King County. Why would we want to bring that to Pierce County? Exactly. Uh, Jason Rance is with us 3 to 6 p.m. here. I'm the president on Fox News. He does a video version of the Jason Rance show. You can get it at KTTH.com. Did you get censored? It got censored. It totally got censored. (laughs) So make sure uh, they, they put a huge label on it that says it has graphic content. It doesn't have graphic content. I used a bl- I, I, I'm presuming they're referring to a blurred out video of a shooting that happened in New York City that I use for illustrative purposes. So I do have it on our YouTube page. Uh, you can you can check it out on the Facebook page or my Twitter feed, but I've I've uploaded it to YouTube.com/slash/JasonRants, so you can actually see this video as I take you through the very specific reasons why I believe the defund movement and Democrats are responsible for the crime surge uh, all across the country. If I'm not mistaken, Facebook has yet to uh, censor this page this crazy person put up celebrating those cops who were killed, murdered in an ambush massacre. They were just having coffee. And this person has run that page for almost, what, now a decade or something? And it celebrates and has the actual, like, unblurred images of the dead cops. Is that censored yet? No, of course not. There's no consistency of (laughs) rules. And so the best thing for people to do is when you get any of our content, just share it. Because understand that Facebook is going to try to stop us from getting Uh, the content out there. Twitter has been a little bit easier to deal with, for me at least as of now. Maybe because I have that check mark and they're not like throwing, (laughs) throwing more attention towards me. But again, when you see these videos, when you see any of the articles, when you're sharing... Uh, you know, this podcast for the Todd Herman show, just make sure you're putting it everywhere you can so we can get more ears and eyes on it. Yeah. And I may or may not be creating a video of the portion of the Todd Herman show that might be happening. Jason Ranch joins us 3 to 6 p.m. I know.